Willow Talk Podcast. Will no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the Willow Talk Podcast. Boom Talk Boom. In three, two, one. Uh, what's up, Amari J? Welcome to the show. My name is Ryan Westa, and this is Neander Talk Podcast. And, uh, what's, what's up, man? What's up, man? Welcome. What's going on, man? How you doing today, man? Good to meet you. Okay, it's nice to meet you. Uh, you might be surprised to know this, but you're not the first person I've had a podcast with who was in their vehicle before. Man, I, I would have did it, but you know, I'm on the move, man. Every day I'm outside. Yeah, what are you doing in the car? Like, what is it? What's this about? You, oh man, it's just, just like basically, basically, I'm doing. I, you know, every day I'm making moves. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, trying to get some money. Trying to do this. Trying to do that. So, like, basically, when I seen that the interview was scheduled, I got so much other stuff going on. You know, I'm like, man, I just got to stop where I'm at. You know. Dang. Well, I appreciate that. I was gonna, you know, I was gonna work with you a little bit. I'm sorry I had to cancel last week. Uh, yeah, something just came up. I forgot that it was uh, my one of my best friends uh, is a local rapper here and he was having a show and he doesn't perform here all the time. And I was like, well, I, you know, I forgot about that. So I had to pull up to that. Oh, yeah, so, no, nah, man, you good. You good. I understand, man. You know, business got to get handled. <laughs> so uh, you're a you're a rapper from the Bay Area in California, right? Yeah, I'm a rapper and um R&B singer, songwriter, man, and I'm a, a community activist as well, man. Yeah, I read the I read a little bit about that, uh, like a youth activist or what is uh, what? How did you phrase it? Uh, just a uh, youth youth activist, community activist. You know, they're they're kind of similar. It's just I work more with the youth than okay. uh, you know than I mean I work. It's it's all kind of the same to be honest. So what are you doing? What does that mean? What does uh, an activist like? What do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is, um, you know, I actively go into the neighborhoods. I actively talk to these kids. I actively um, coach these kids. I actively uh, give them the guidance that they need um, and support that they need because, you know, sometimes they don't have all the support that they need at home. They don't have all the support that they need uh, by their friends, by school, whatever it is. So that's where I come in. And uh, I started this program, you know, um, and that's what I'm doing. And um Basically, I'm trying to finish what Nipsey Hussle started. Okay. Big Nipsey Hussle fan? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. But it, it was deeper when he died, you know. So it's like everything just came together. And it was like, you know, I really respected what he stood for, you know, um, outside of music. Okay. I can respect yeah. that. Yep. So yep. you just basically just like kind of like your own little big brother, big sister type thing here? Like you're just mentoring kids or like what exactly... Like, what's a typical, like, I don't, I don't know, when I think, like, an activist, I think of, like, somebody who protests and stuff like that, Are you, but you seem more like you're uh, mentoring, doing, like, mentorship type stuff with these kids, or? Yeah, man, yeah, man, I mean, I go, I go at it with um, certain organizations, certain, um, you know, police departments, certain um, um, schools, and things like that, where we had to come to agreements on certain things, so, you know, I wouldn't, say you know I so much protest unless it's needed you know um I'm not protesting per se you know every day all day but a, a typical day is like you know it's about um you know I come into the school districts or whatever it is 
and you know, um, I don't know, it's about 300 kids, um, you know, part of whatever program or, or district that we have going on. And, um, you know, I say I'm close with, you know, a lot of them. So it's like every day, you know, I got to cut out time for each individual, you know, how much time we going to spend with these kids, how much time we going to spend with those kids. Everybody, you know, sometimes needs some help and support. So I'm just making sure they safe, making sure they all right. And, um, trying to get them to the next level um, uh, mentally. Also, you know, we trying to raise awareness and, um, you know, lower the gun violence and things like that. So it all start with the youth and talking to these kids, you know? Okay. I, I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it all starts yes, with the children, you know what I mean? Uh, like, so like how many kids are you working with personally? Like, do you have, is it like a group of you? Like a group of, uh, you have like a, a team and you work with like, I mean, if you got th about 300 kids you're talking to at once, like how are you getting like different individuals? Like how many people do you take on? Like how many kids are you taking on at a time to kind of like mentor and, or is it just like a whole big class type thing? And just, I don't know, like how, like what's a typical mentorship for these kids? Yeah, man. So basically, man, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm around at the times that I, I, I'm supposed to, you know, be around and I'm, I'm there, you know, when, when something happens, something goes on or just, you know, some kids every day, they want to talk, you know? So it's like, you know, it's either we talk one-on-one -on -one or sometimes it's a problem with them and they friends and they all talk with me. And um, that's kind of how it goes like that. Like, but it's like, all, like, like I said, there's so many kids that it's it, it fills the whole day man because there's so many kids that want to talk and want you know plus they have to you know do their own thing go to class and things like that so right. you know i'm you know i can only you know do so much as far as um that goes other than they schooling are you guys working with like do you have uh some kind of app where they're all texting or, or conversating like group messaging or like like if if there's if you're trying to squabble a beef or something like if these kids are talking to you like yo i got some problems going on with this group of kids like right. how do you kind of squash that and know what's going on and, and and instead of like figuring out a he said she said thing like how are you figuring this kind of stuff out um it's 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 a lot to figure out um but you know you got to go to the source and you know i got a good relationship with with my students so they tell me the truth um the kind of relationship we have, it's like, they know that um, I don't like when they lie to me because I keep it so real with them. So, you know, I, I, I pretty much get all the information I can get out of, you know, whoever's a part of the situation. Sometimes it works out and we can come together and maybe we can squash the situation and sometimes it doesn't and we got to keep our distance. But, you know, it, it's fights breaking out. It's a lot of things going on. I work with kids in uh, Oakland, California, and I also work with kids in Los Angeles. So, you know, it's a lot of gang violence. It's a lot of uh, um, gun violence going on and just a lot of uh, fighting and things like that, that that has to be calmed down and sorted out. So, you know, it's been a lot of different occasions that I, I can't really speak on, probably from a legal aspect. I don't want to, you know, you know, say too much about what happened to a certain kid, but you know, certain situations, man, I've, I've saved a few kids. Real talk. Damn. 
so with gun violence being a big issue in like these uh like you know with gangs clearly what and you're trying to talk about that and educate that and you want you're promoting like less gun violence do you see any kind of way out of that like what what do you see for a future of getting uh, of of minimizing gun violence i don't think you can ever get rid of it there's so many out there but like do you see any real possibility of lowering the gun violence and if so how like what is the way to lower it in in these gang communities well you know thing things uh people have to talk man and um talk about things man and that's as far as the uh the young people have to talk to the older people and that's where the disconnect is at um as far as my generation uh and the generations below me uh from what i'm hearing you know the big homies the uh older homies they not really being older homies and that's why dudes is crashing out becoming crash dummies and just going to jail and doing whatever they don't have nobody telling them look man this what can happen you know hey people gonna do what they do you can't stop them but the fact that people are listening to rap music or you know watching a movie and thinking i'm gonna go do this because i'm influenced by this and i'm influenced by this you know whatever it is gang whatever it is but it all boiled down to also you know what's being promoted you know what i'm saying back um when i was growing up it was more love and relationships being promoted now it's no r&b music being promoted like that you know yeah. it's only Chris Brown, huh yeah yeah you're right it's uh, yeah i mean there's there's definitely an r&b crowd out there but you're right it's probably not as big as it used to be you know i'm uh exactly. so i'm i'm 42 you know i grew up you know in that golden era but also that time there was a time where like gold like where r&b was listened to a lot more with like middle school and high schoolers you know i i, wow. I lived <clears throat> i bounced around all over the country i was a military brat and i saw it in every um that culture really from all over the different parts of the country is, is all these different schools were listening to a lot more of, of like R and B and it was right, more than, right, it was right. more than just Chris Brown. And I don't know that, that you do see that this day and age, you know I mean? It's a lot of older grown folk, you know, grown folk love themselves some R and B, but <laughs> right, 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 right. It's a tough not... sell. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. So, you know, you got, you got girls now, man, they just listen to rap. They don't listen to no R&B. I don't come from that time. So things is different, you know what I mean? And um, it starts with uh the youth, man. Those are the people that need to be uh talked to, the, the people like the Nipsey Hussles, man, that actually stood for something that can uh have a voice for these people, for a voice for the streets and the youth. So, it, so from what you're saying, it almost seems like maybe you should be talking more to the old homies and, and kind of getting them to be like, hey, we need to all get involved with kind of like dropping all of this violence and stuff. What do you right. think, what do you think is stopping them from doing that? They're just so stuck in that culture and that lifestyle and in that revenge and bravado. Like what, what do you think is it that keeps a lot of them that keep perpetuating all of this from changing? Well, you know, I can't help the people that don't want to be helped. You know what I'm saying? I can only help the people that do, the people that want to do better. Some people don't want to do better. That's on them. I can't help you. I'm only helping people that, um, you know, 
that want to be helped, man, because those are people we got to look at. Some people are on the edge, man. All it takes is a conversation for, for a person to change their mind. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on the situation, man. Some people, they just don't have nobody to talk to, man. If you grew up and all, and all you seen and knew was, man, I got to go rob somebody. I got to go do this. I got to go sell drugs to make money. That's the only out I got. If that's how you feeling and that's all you know, that's what you probably going to do. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But if you got somebody that comes to you that's older, that's doing their thing in the music industry, got a catalog, got a name for themselves, got what a lot of rappers got, you know what I'm saying? Wh whatever, nice clothes, nice jewelry, whatever you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And show you the way, like, it's a better way, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. You feel me? We don't have that going on. So, um, yeah, the big homies need to be talked to. But um, right now, I'm being successful doing what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. I'm going to bring the big homies in, though, eventually. But, of course, yeah, they got to be involved. Um, but there's a lot of community activists all around, man. Um, I just got to – we got to find a way to have a meeting. That's all, really, and uh, get down to business. How would you go about getting that meeting? Have you thought about that? Or are there plans of trying to get, like, some kind of monthly meeting or even bi-monthly meeting of getting these different groups that are really against each other for so long and trying to just – and this and, and this violence and, and and is that getting harder to do right now with the way the economy is and i don't know it just, it's just yeah, everything man. seems like a mess no it is a mess man it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, we got problems to here too i mean i know you guys got it rough out there but kansas city look up our murder rate like it's uh, they call it killer city for a reason like it's it's there's some rough streets out here it's it's yeah. we got we got issues too where we need people to be talked right. to and like we got to change. We got to change this. Like there, there's there. We've have a lot of um, city activities and a lot of times it just like seems like there's one bat. There's a shooting like it was just some innocent got hit his hit, stray bullet. So hit some random chick. Right. And it's like we can't have nothing nice like you guys can't just put the guns away for one freaking night. Like, come on. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, man, that's the that's the messed up part about it, man. That's the messed up part about it. Um, you know, but um, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do as people in a community to come together, man. That's all I can say, man. You know. Uh what so how did you how did you not fall into that trap of falling to the bad side? Like why are you, what's gotten you I did. You did I did okay. fall into the trap. Well, got, well, okay. What got you? Like, what got you to this point then to where you're like, I gotta, I gotta help other people and get out of that shit. Um, pretty much. When Nipsey, like I said, man, when Nipsey Hussle died, man, that's that's the best way I could put it, bro. Like, if you if you didn't feel nothing from Nipsey Hussle dying, and you didn't, if you if you looked at what all the things I looked at, I looked at. It, the, all the interviews, everything this man stood for. You know what I'm saying? I went to his hood and they welcomed me. You know what I'm saying? They had the whole thing blocked off. The whole Marathon store blocked off. They let me through the gate though. You know what I'm saying? But, and shout out to them for that. But uh, the, the rolling 60s and, and all that. But um, the thing what I'm trying to say is, man, seeing something like that, that, that should encourage you and inspire you to be a better person, man. And, and really say in the community and say to youth, man, if um if you seen what I seen, but you know, I'm just a person that don't like to 
leave people suffering and leave people struggling, man. I like to, um, you know, try to find a better way, man. That's what motivated me. <coughs> so were you kind of like, I don't know, not to out yourself too much or whatever, but were you like kind of like living more of a harder gang kind of gang banging style until until Nipsey and that kind of changed you? Is that that really? Um, nah, I'm not going, you know, I can't speak too much about any of that. But what I'll say is um, this, uh, I went to jail and and I guess Nipsey died around the same time I went to jail. And maybe that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, that's that's really cool that he's made. I mean, I know people really, really took it hard when, when Nipsey was murdered. And I know that he was a big, I don't know, he's big in the community. People loved him and looked up to him. So that's, I mean, it sucks, obviously, that he died. But it seems like if you want to, you know, look at the best possible way you can look at his death is there does seem a lot of good things that came from it. Like stories like you, I don't think it's terribly uncommon to where he affected people like yourself to make those kinds of changes, to want to change and kind of help that out, like help, help the community out like that. Right. Exactly. Not for real, for real. And I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a music artist and I've been that. So it's like, you know, when I got took out of my element and had to go to jail, that let me really see what's going on. When I had to face three to five years, then I had to see what's really going on, you know, and um, luckily I'm good, but you feel me? That changed me to be like, man, I gotta, uh, I, I can't see my people like this, you know, not even just my people, but, you know, but yeah, just like, that's how I looked at it too. Like, like, you know, we already come from slavery. So it's like, when I went to jail, I really got to see, oh, like people say we in slavery still right now, sometimes just working jobs, anybody, any race, right? So it's like- Oh yeah, okay. we ain't supposed to live like this. Right, right, right. So then when you look, when I went to jail, it was just like, dang, so you really own chains and all this? Like, nah, like this, nah, I can't, nah. This, I'm not finna, you feel me? Nah, and I'm gonna tell other people, y'all don't wanna be here, you feel me? So mm -hmm. do what you gotta do so you don't have to be here. You know what I'm saying? If you go on do what you do, like I said, you can't stop nobody from what they gonna do, but you could tell them you gotta move smart. That's all you could do. Man, so was so you did go to jail for, you did go to jail? I did go to jail. I can't speak too much on it right I'm now. I'm not gonna ask you too much. I'm not gonna ask you what they okay. said you did or nothing like that. Uh, but I yeah. do wanna like, how how long were you in for? Man, I, I I wasn't even in there that long, but I had to face a trial. Oh, oh, I man. almost had to face the trial, and I was facing three to five years in the trial. Okay, so I'm only getting to this and asking you, like, like how, like, you had to have been crazy nervous to be like even the thought of getting thrown in, right? Like, was that like right. ridiculously right. like what kind of anxiety? Are you going through and like, is your stomach, does it feel like you just want to throw up all day, every day, knowing you could possibly get five years? What is that like? How do you deal with it? Man, <laughs> it was hard to deal with. It was hard to deal with. Um, I just kept praying and, um, you know, staying around family and good friends, man. Shout out, shout out my uh, brother CM, man. That's, that's my homie for life, man. We started this shit. Shout out to him. Shout out, you know, to my family, man. Um, 
that helped me get through these times, man. Um, but really, you know, it was really God, man. It was really God. But I knew, basically, when I when I was younger, like I always thought to myself, when I get older, like I'm a I'm a either be a community activist or I'm gonna like go to the church and I'm gonna, you know, try to do something in the church when I'm older, older. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. over sixty, something like that. Like I'm gonna give my life to that type of stuff and help help people. That's how I was looking at it already. So I just figured, why not just do it now? You feel me? So my time came now. And, um, you know, I changed my whole life around in a, a, a good retrospect, man. But I always been focused on music, bro. So it's like, no matter what I did in my past, bro, it always had to do with me getting to the music, bro. Get what I'm saying, bro? I, oh, yeah. I was, I was never a person that was out here trying to rob people and be dishonest on people or, or, you know, harm nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was always trying to get some money, bro. You Just get, get, get money to do your music, get money to do my music, feed my family and get this record contract. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a story as age as old as this age story is old as time i mean never how many rappers have that same or even musicians i don't want to just just uh label it down to rappers uh how many musicians do do that like sell sell whatever they got to sell or move however they got to move to just like yo studio time ain't free i got to get in there i got to you know i got to get an engineer to produce this and put this together or I need right. I need to press some CDs. I just need a quick five hundred bucks. Like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. Real it's, talk, a man. it's a hustle. It's a hustle. It's, it's a hustle, all a man. hustle. Um, but I also, man. But let me say this: all the police ain't bad police. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I, I, you know, I didn't had a few police, man. Let me go, man. When they shouldn't have let me go, man. Oh, nice. And that's because they believed in me and believe and and they sing. You know, like. You feel me? Like some, some police know I'm a music artist and hella stuff, bro. Like it'd be crazy, bro. Like it's a it's it's one police officer. He don't work in the police force no more. He used to pull me over, bro, just to get a CD. Like this, he pulled me over like three times just to get a new CD. <laughs> yeah, like so you know, like I got a different path. I'm a different type of person, an individual. I know how to conduct myself anywhere, anytime, any situation, bro. You can put me in a suit with with them folks. You could put me wherever bro and i know how to adapt and and be who i need to be oh no my my zoom just popped up and said i only have 10 more minutes uh oh or i have to upgrade let me set a timer oh. hey siri set timer for nine minutes all right when this siri go when this timer goes off we're gonna have to end all right that's cool but we're gonna that's we'll cool. definitely have to do this again we just started i feel like we, we just scratching the surface i haven't really got to your music yet I know, I know shit. I know that's weird that it did that. That happens, man. But I don't, yeah, I don't really have an agenda when I do this podcast. I just want to meet people and talk to them and kind of feel their like their life story. Um, and so you got, so we'll talk a little bit about music real quick and to promote it. You've got some latest. I, I saw you had, you have an album out this year or was it last year? Um, it it was last year, but I'm I got one, man. I got I got music, bro. I got a whole album ready. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Well, I are guess, you? I, I just, I don't put stuff out like I'm, you know, unless it's something behind it. Like, I'm always trying to make a move, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the name of the album is going to be called Mr. Bust a Move. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, Fit Me Perfect. 
it's I just always try to make a move. I need some type of a promotion, a record label of some sort, you know, something behind it. I love that, man. What what I let me yeah. Can I ask you how did you find out about me? Because you came to me to ask to be on my podcast because I, I didn't know who the hell you were, and just all of a sudden I got hit up. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. What's, like, how sure. did you how did you uh, come across me? What made you want to come on uh, the best podcast in Kansas City? Man, honestly, man, I just you know I've been I've been looking through I just be looking through podcasts a lot, podcasts, radio shows, and I and your page came up. So I was like, okay, dude, seen cool. I already seen kind of what you was doing. I'm like, okay, I could rock with that. So that's why I hit you and uh, appreciate you for having me on. I appreciate you for hitting me up. I love that. Um, Cause I do, I, I do talk to, I try not to talk to a ton of rappers on my podcast, but I do have a lot. I I've had a lot on here. Um, yes. And that's something I liked it. Like I, they, a lot of them have that hustle in them that they're always trying to get out there. And I love that you took the initiative and that you're trying to kind of get on these other platforms like that. I think that is so smart. It's so smooth. I mean, like you're getting all over the country, throwing your name out there. I think, that, I think that's an awesome hustle. I respect the hell out of it. Thank you. Um, and I'm not just a rapper, bro. Let me say that. Like, if you go really look at oh, well, we music, just bro. We just talked for 40 minutes about your Activision. I know you're not just a rapper. No, I'm a singer, though, really. I started okay. singing. Okay. I'm an R&B singer you're a musician. at okay. heart. Yeah. Let's just get that straight, bro. Like, you feel me? I feel you. I feel yeah. you got to get the ladies. I get you. Yeah, 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 man. You know? Got to set that mood. Right. Because everybody's a rapper today. And I'm going to be honest, if you look at my music, a lot of these dudes, they not do, doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could do every genre dang near, bro. Like, you know? I apologize. I did not no, mean I did not mean to pigeonhole you as a rapper. I just kind of yeah, you musician <laughs> and artist. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know that rapper. It's just like rapper, like right. Uh, You're right. Everyone's a everyone's a rapper this day and age. And they throw some auto tune on there, and they get some beats off of YouTube for free. Yep. They yep. put like like a, a project with like four songs on it or five songs. Like yo, I'm a rapper. Right, right, right. I have Amari J. It might surprise you, but I actually have a song out there. It's a rap song. I don't call myself a rapper though. I'm just a podcaster with a rap song out there that got leaked. It's all good. You looking like Mark Wahlberg back in the day, too. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going there. If I could get the the Mexican supplements that that guy gets for his body, I would definitely be there. I'm trying. I got me oh, a look okay. the, I got, you know, I, it's hard to see with his lights, but, you know, I'm shredded, baby. I, I'm, I'm shredded. I didn't even know um, Mark was doing all that, man. He's got to look at him. He's like 50 years old and he's still producing that much amount of testosterone. Get out of here. That dude's fucking shooting shit in his ass. And I don't, and I'm not mad at it. Get the testosterone, get the steroids, get the DECA, the whatever, whatever, the creatine, the protein powder. Get yours, Wahlberg. Get it. Go get it, Wahlberg, man. Shout out Wahlberg, man. I don't know I'm why out. he's got to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and work out for three hours, though. And that dude's regiment is insane. Have you yeah, seen that? Uh, no, nah, I ain't seen that, but I'll be driving by the Wahlberg Burger. I'll be driving by the Wahlberg Burger in Beverly Hills for sure. Every we got, time I yeah, come to LA. Damn. Yeah, we got one of them out here. Just Google Mark Wahlberg's schedule, and it's insane. The dude wakes up at, like, three o'clock in the morning or something stupid works out for a couple hours has like a crazy breakfast it's just it doesn't seem like a very fun life 
but I mean, it's works for him, but oh, man, that dude, you want to talk about a hustler. That's and that dude's that's, that's, shout I guess out. that's the goal. Shout out Mark Wahlberg, man. You know, <laughs> uh, what's the, how do you want people to listen to your music? Do you like iTunes? Do you like Spotify? Like, how do you um, want people to find you and like, like get connected with you? Like musically wise. YouTube, SoundCloud, Instagram, really just they're like, go to my Instagram, man. Everything is on the Instagram. You can find it all there. Lavish Life Mari. Lavish Life Mari. You know what I'm saying? M-A-R-I. You know what I'm saying? And or search Amari J. It'll come up. And search Amari J for the music. Amari J. You know what I'm saying? Lavish Life Mari. Instagram. That's going to get you everything. It's all right there. Yeah, you got uh one of your top YouTube videos that I went to. It's got a real sexy little thicky on the cover of it. I'm like, ooh, where'd you find oh. her? <laughs> Let's get rich. Yeah, no, nah, shout out to her, man. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to uh MK, man. Hell yeah. All right, well, no. we'll have shout to do this again. To shout out to the 209. Shout out to Stockton. <laughs> you know. Give the shout outs all you want. And that's a Amari yeah. J, Amari uh, Lavish Life. What was it? Lavish? Lavish Life Mari, man. You Lavish Life Mari. Yes, Amari J is easier to find. You can search that on Instagram. It'll pop, pop up. I promise you. That's what I did. It's the first one that comes up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Amari J, I like the change. Uh, I love your attitude. I love your hustle. I really enjoy talking to you. And I want to do this again. Thank you for doing this, by the way. And... Anything, any last words for you? Yeah, man, since you mentioned the chain, man, my granny passed uh, May 19th, man. I went and got this chain, man. You know what time it is, man. Had to had to get the bus down around her, man, around her face, man. So you know what time it is, man. Brenda Joyce Williams, man. 1517 for life, bro. You feel me? For life, bro. I feel you. Yes, sir. Bye.